Morning, team. Got to get rid of that one. Hey, welcome to another Wealth Copy Chat, folks. Good to see a few of you on this morning. The early bird catches the worm, they say. Good morning, Kevin. In the evening, all the way from Florida, Allison. Uh, uh, diversifying. Hey, that's fantastic. I might nick that. Whoever did that, diversifying. <laughs> uh, good job. Hey, uh, good morning, Jeff. Brendan. James, bit of whiplash there. Bryce, good morning. Hey, listen, thanks for joining me. Another Wealth Coffee Chat, folks. Good to see you. Good to see you. Hope you're all awesome and well. Morning, Deb. Dashing Deb. We'll see you. Th- we'll see you this evening, Deb. Quick intros before we get on with it this morning. Jason Witten's my name. Most of you know that, but if you don't, there you go. You know my name. You know what we're up to. It's called the Wealth Coffee Chat. We do it in the mornings, Monday to Friday during the week, just um, to keep the wheels on this go-kart that we have, maybe the race car or whatever it is of our property investing goals. Been property investing myself well over 20 years, coaching property investors um, across Australia and New Zealand for a while too, and along the way learned a couple of things. And each morning, if we're lucky, something might uh, fall out of my head um, about the experiences that we've had, you know, coaching well over well over seven thousand people across Australia and New Zealand um, to buy many, many, many thousands of properties. So there you go. Anyway, that's the drill. Um, give us a shout out. Say a quick hello in the chat if you're new. Uh, where you where you're from, Roscoe, mate? I love that diversification. <laughs> uh, awesome, fantastic, man. Uh, listen. Listen, Nev, I haven't seen you for ages, mate. How you doing? How you doing? We should get together. We should get together. Catch up again. Alex, all the way from Cairns. Good to see you, Alex. Anyway, there you go. Deb's in Brizzy. Hey, this week we're doing, uh, we've got two days. Just a little plug. Uh, We're doing something special with business owners uh, up in Brisbane. We've got two days. We're calling it the Exit Plan. Um, and uh, we've got about 30 business owners flying in from all over the place, and we're going to hang out, do some cool stuff, and create a very cool business exit plan. Um, so if you're in business and uh, you want to know more about it, give me a shout-out. Let me know. Let me know in the chat. Deb can hit you up um, because as business owners, there's some different things we've got to do compared to uh, people who've got regular jobs, you know what I mean? So there you go. Um, away you go. All right, I better get on with this because if we don't, Elizabeth, all the way from Perth, uh, I'll run late, and that uh, that's that's never a, a good idea. Hey, diversification or diversification, as they say, uh, Roscoe, we need to catch up, man, um, as well. Let's have a look at this. Look at this. Have a look at the idea. Ali, all the way from Tassie, good to see you. The idea of diversification. You know, where did it come from? Where is it? I mean, I hear it all the time. I hear diversification all the time when it comes to the world of financial planning, you know, and uh, my experience has been someone who's not a specialist in particularly any uh, asset they and they don't know particularly deep, intimate knowledge about one asset and how to make money from that asset, uh, they come up with a way of saying, hey, I'm, in, I'm inexperienced and I don't know I'm inexperienced and I don't know and I haven't created wealth from these assets, so you know what you should do. 
You should diversify. You should buy some of this and some of that and some of this and some of that and some of this and some of that and blah, right? Um, and uh, in my experience, that's a terrible idea. Now, um, the idea that uh, diversification is some sort of protection mechanism from something the the world of you know stocks and and the stock market why do we need to diversify and have some protection against you know the volatility of the stock market well here's an example i'll show you a quick example anyone uh, anyone hear about bed bath and beyond um share price uh, of recent times i'll show you over the last six months just check this out i mean here you go um six months ago uh, the share was worth there you go 23 dollars 23 bucks, $23. Now, obviously, um, you know, the share price went up. It was going great guns, even if we went out to one year. Look at this. You know, big rally, big rally. Yay, up, up goes the share price. Significant increases, by the way. So this is, the, this is probably the attraction. Anyway, I'll get on with my point. Uh, Google tanked as well. Yeah, it tanked. So it went from 23 bucks. you think, you beauty, down to what? $1.93. Kidding me? <laughs> Woo. Dusting your dough. Talk about dusting some dough. Um, anyway, uh, that's a cliff. Now that's a cliff, Brendan. There's a cliff for you, brother. You know, you know, the property cliff might be an adjustment of 5% in the marketplace. Uh, but you know what? You can go from 23 to $1. What's the percentage of value lost there? Someone do that for me on the fly, folks. Someone do that for me on the fly. So, you know. The point is, when you are an investor, things can get volatile, things can go sideways, things can get a bit hairy, no matter what you're investing in, whether it's real estate, whether it's shares, whether it's your business, you know, it's too much, Tim, <laughs> dead right, you know, um, and we need to understand how we can, as investors, you know, protect, you know, our efforts, our investments over time to make sure you know we uh you know we make the most of it so the percentage is heaps it's a technical term heaps brendan <laughs> i like it but anyway let me get on with it today the idea when it comes to real estate it actually it it can work when it comes to the idea of real estate um diversifying but not in the way you think for me for you now, tell me in the chat here, you know, if you're thinking real estate, let's get real estate specific. I'm a big fan of you as an investor really knowing an asset class that you're very familiar with. And if you know it well, you'll always be ahead of the market when it comes to making decisions of creating wealth from that asset class. Real estate, for me, is that has been that asset class. Um, I know a lot about it. I teach you guys about it. You guys have joined our coaching and mentoring program. We learn together. We know a lot about this idea, right? So, put it in the chat for me just quickly. If you've got, if you, if you've got uh, the capacity, what would be, you know, what would somebody say? Oh, you know, if you're going to diversify in real estate, you should diversify this way. And and some of you might already know this. So, but just pretend that there's a conversation going on by diversifying in real estate. You know, you should buy different types of real estate. Um, chuck it in the chat if you want to. But, you know, I've heard these conversations. Oh, you should buy some, 
you know, you should buy some residential, you should buy some commercial, you should buy some industrial, uh, industrial, you know, you should buy some retail, you know. And uh, again, for me, for you, I think that's super flawed, not a great idea um, because each one of those categories for property is a category that requires a lot of learning and a lot of understanding, all right? So I want to talk about the idea of diversification and um, not making uh, – what was it? Diversification, diverse. Is that one again? I loved it. I think I had to write, write that down. Um, <laughs> diversifying. That's it. There you go. We're not going to make it diversifying when it comes to our property portfolio, folks. We're going to use the concept of diversifying smartly in a way how can we do that as property investors? How can we use diversity to make sure our property portfolio is much more robust when it comes to the world of property investing? So let me take you through it this morning when it comes to this stuff. Put it in the chat. What do you think? There's a number of things. There's four or five things that we can do when it comes to the idea of diversity when it comes to our residential buy and hold investment portfolio. Folks, all right, let's do this. All right, the first one, we call it the five cities plan. And uh, Alison, you'll notice today I've got a pre-drawn map of Australia. So then um, I don't know where, where the borders go. Anyway, I can just draw this in. I think it's like this, isn't it? Is it like that? No, Adelaide's a bit closer. Anyway. I can just draw that in and uh, not cause myself any grief. I'm sure it's there anyway. Should have done it beforehand. Uh, Like that. Is it like that? Anyway, there you go. (laughs) There's Australia. Nice and neat today. But the idea, one of the things about the Five Cities Plan is having the capacity for you to have economic exposure, economic exposure, echo, uh, economic, there you go, economic, I think there might be a double C in there somewhere, double C, economic exposure for different states in Australia, also different property markets. One of the big reasons that we like the idea of, we teach the five cities plan, they are the five major cities that that drive, and you can swap out Adelaide for, for Canberra, um, in, in that as well. So Adelaide and Canberra kind of exchanging. So Brisbane, Melbourne, Perth, and Sydney, the big kahunas, Adelaide and Canberra, you know, secondary. And then you've got some fringy things that sort of make up the edges of, you know, places like Brisbane and Melbourne and Sydney. Anyway, here's the idea. Why do we want to diversify? Well, when you buy real estate, there's a thing called land tax, right? So if you own five pieces of real estate in in Queensland, well, you'll get slugged land tax as a property investor, and it can be pretty significant. But if you're building a portfolio, folks, and you own one in Queensland and one in New South Wales and one in Victoria, uh, one in Perth, and let's say one in Canberra, you will pay zero land tax. So it's the difference between paying zero and $10,000 a year in land tax. Now, I don't know about you, but I think that's a smart reason to diversify when it comes to our property portfolio. Yep, I do, right? You know, the uh, the other 
thing, and we're going to talk about this stuff. There's like, what do we buy? When do we buy it? How much? Blah, blah, blah. Let's, let's go through the process. Different markets grow at different times, you know, over a period of time. And we'll sort of, I might update this little slide as well. You know, different markets grew, you know, Perth did well. Then you've got Adelaide did well. You've got Darwin doing well. You've got Melbourne doing well. Sydney, um, Darwin again, Perth, Sydney, 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 uh, Melbourne, right? So when you diversify across different markets, often at least one of those markets has some positive movement in its values, in its uh, rents, in its whatever. Over the last little bit when it came to the world of, um, you know, the last three years, many markets moved at the same time. Let's say you had some capital growth movement up and down the East Coast, but Perth was left well behind. Um, and so Perth is getting a run now um, as we go. The rents started to grow basically New South Wales and Queensland and Melbourne was left behind because of the COVID lockdown, right? So now let's say the rents in Sydney and, and Brisbane are slowing down a little. Well, Melbourne's picking up with the rents accelerating, et cetera, et cetera. So different markets at different times. And how can we, how can we take advantage of these different markets at different times? Well, there's three different types of markets, so diversifying in markets. A counter-cycle market, so a downward market. Tell me in the chat, folks. In a downward market, what type of buying would we be doing in a downward market? Chuck that in the chat for me. Tell me if you if you think you might know what that purchasing might look like or, or the strategy. I'll talk about that in a minute. Anyway, I'm, I've only got three minutes till till uh, 8.30. Always, always bite off a little bit more than I can chew in these wealth coffee chests. I think, yeah, I'll get through that. And then um, <laughs> I never get that. Anyway. The idea, if you are have a, got a market that's got some pressure, you might buy uh, discounts, right? You might go buy discounts. And we've done lots of discount buying over the years. The rising market, you know, the last few years, um, well, you're going to get growth from the market momentum, momentum, okay? Um, and uh, in an independent market, independent markets are things like a new land estate, um, uh, a whole new building with a new quality, well, that gets set by the quality uh, and supply of that piece of real estate in the independent market. Right? Oh, you can't see that as we go. So diversify in location for exposure to different markets and minimizing your land tax. Diversify in different styles of properties. Um, an older property or a newer property, they have different reasons that you might purchase an old property. If you're going to renovate, rejuvenate, add value, you might buy a newer property because it's much more modern. You get higher depreciation, often higher rent. Um, so diversifying of your strategy. Um, the other idea when it comes to diversifying your income, when it comes to residential real estate, you buy a property that at some point in the future, you can turn it into Airbnb or short-term letting. Okay, as we go along as well. And for you as a property investor, we could diversify across different types of different types of property deals, right? 
we could do a subdivision, a reno, a knockdown rebuild, a development or a discount. You could buy off the plan, diversify investment types as we go as well. So <clears throat> the idea, little croaky frog, um, and last but not least, diversify across different price points in different qualities of properties, all right, as we go. So in the classic sense, team, it certainly is diversifying the idea of like, hey, you know, you're just getting to know real estate. You just bought a couple of properties. Now let's not get too risky. You know, now let's take the next bunch of your money, put it in places you have no idea about and little control about, you know, um, let's buy, you know, X or Y and uh, give it a punt, right? Because that's a good idea to diversify your risk. Well, I think that's rubbish and bullshit, personally. Um, I think you should get extremely good at knowing what you are doing with an asset class that, that you're comfortable with, whatever you choose, and that's how you can make good money, good wealth. And in that asset class, let's say real estate, you can diversify and strategize to make sure your investment process is is very robust and medium to long term will get you a really good result and outcome. Anyway, there you go. Hopefully that was useful. Diversifying, diversifying not diversifying <laughs> in the world of property investing. All right, that's it, folks. Wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted. Hey, listen, <clears throat> tomorrow I'm not going to do a Wealth Coffee Chat Friday morning. I might pop in for a, a couple of minutes with Andy Fenton. However, tomorrow afternoon, Wealth, Wine and Wisdom, while everyone's still on, we're going to do a live, a live Wealth, Wine and Wisdom from Brisbane with um, with about 30 people in the crowd. Um, so join us for that at 4 p.m. Queensland time, 5 p.m. Sydney, Brisbane and wherever the rest of you are, uh, you can work it out. Um, but uh, join us for Wealth, Wine and Wisdom, Andy and I, glass of wine, and we're going to talk about um, a lot of investing concepts and strategies as well, folks. So um, there you go. I might pop by just quickly tomorrow morning, but it won't be a big one for Wealth Coffee Chats. And uh, make sure you put it in your calendar for Wealth, Wine and Wisdom tomorrow night. Anyway, Thursday. This week's gone quick, absolutely flown by. Anyway, there you go, folks. I'm just rabbiting on now. All right, this is it. That's done and dusted. Wealth Coffee Chats over and out. Thanks for joining, folks. Good to see you. Um, and uh, join me for another one, maybe quickly tomorrow, and next week we'll get into it again. Uh, until then, you guys take care. Remember, this thing's a marathon, not a sprint. It takes time to build your property portfolio. Don't get bored. Stay on track. Stay on target. And um, buy well and don't sell. Buy something you're happy to own forever. Pretty simple. Easy to say. Sometimes pretty hard to do. Anyway, there you go. I'm just rabbiting on now. <laughs> see you, folks. Good to see all of you. And um, take care. Bye for now.